0: On a brisk December night in 1991, a strip mall on West Anderson Lane in Austin was in for a disastrous night.
2: A pair of teenagers were working at the local yogurt shop for the night, and they were planning a sleepover with their sisters the same night.
0: The next thing we know is that the yogurt shop was burned to the ground. And it wasn't until the fire was put out that the bodies of all four teenagers were found inside, each exhibiting bullet wounds.
2: To this day, the case remains a total mystery, and despite a number of promising suspects and a series of false confessions, we are no closer to the truth 30 years after that night.
0: What twisted set of events led to this tragic scene?
2: Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt hurt. Welcome back, everybody, to not another true crime podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm melting. No, but I'm also Danny Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
0: we're your partners in Wine and crime. And it is hot here. I think it's, right? hot, it's hot Which I feel
2: is like fitting since we're going to talk about the yogurt shop murders. Yogurt.
0: Yes, exactly. I know I always get confused when I see yogurt spelled with an H, but I feel like that's maybe just a me thing.
2: To me, that's like very British.
0: Oh, true. Like favorite. Yes. Okay. I'm into it. I'm into it. No, yeah. So I could go for some Froyo right now and also Gossip Girl's coming back, Pinkberry. So it really ties in with a lot of stuff.
2: Oh my God. The Gossip Girl trailer looks very good. Oh, I am
0: excited for that.
2: Yeah. I'm usually pretty skeptical about reboots because I'm like, can't someone come up with a new idea? But it looks really gritty and like. Interesting.
0: Well, it's cool because it's like twist. It's like not the same type of situation as before. It's like yeah, and also I just I feel like we're of the age where like Gossip Girl is just that place in our heart where I'm like they should be paying us for ads for this. But that's, that's oh
2: game. totally. I, I mean, our girl Kristen Bell is is back doing the oh, voice of Gossip Girl, so I mean it connects and maybe shout out. I was, I was always so, I
0: was always so jealous of her for a lot of reasons, but also because I was like that's like the dream gig.
2: Yeah, she just it? has the perfect voice More too. Sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> She wears sweatpants. XOXO, <laughs> yeah. gossip girl. I mean, that's kind of what we do with podcasting.
0: That is true. Except I can't wear sweatpants right now because it's 95 degrees.
2: That's true. Ugh, maybe we are living the dream. <laughs> so should we just... Well, I guess before we get into this case, I'll say that this was another one that was recommended from our group. Yes. Not another true crime group. And I have to say, everyone... I have a lot of pending requests in there, but nobody's answering the question. So please, I know you're going to get accepted when you answer the question. But like, I, I can't just let you in because otherwise I'm worried that you're just a bot or something like that who just mass joined a bunch of groups or someone who just doesn't know what the group is about. Thinks we're Crime Stoppers. We're only Crime (laughs) Stoppers in our head.
0: Yeah, Exactly.
2: Yeah, join the group. Otherwise, follow us on Instagram at not another true crime. And also please rate, review and subscribe while you're at it. Oh,
0: my God. Just it it makes our day. It'll make our summer. Our our hot girl summer would be made with five
2: stars. Our Hot girl summer would be made. So like I said, this uh, the yogurt shop murders was one of those crimes that was definitely recommended in our group. And I was like, I love a catchy name like that.
0: I mean, we we did not tell Demi Lovato we were recording this, so they shouldn't be offended. But (laughs) oh my God, right? We talk about yogurt.
2: That's so true. Um, And this one is really interesting because I feel like there's not a lot. There's not a lot of leads.
0: There's not. It is a confusing one. I usually, there's a lot of them where I get so passionate at the end, being like, clearly it is this person. Yeah. I don't really have that intel now.
2: Or even sometimes where you're like, oh, is it the husband or was it the friend or or was it the random burglar who happened to be passing by? But like this, this one, I I truly have no idea. It could be anyone under the sun. Anyone, anyone under the Austin sun. Yeah. Anyone under the Austin sun. So let's talk about what happened in December 1991. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I had. I had started that abruptly. All right. I'll start over (laughs) again. OK, so in December 1991, as the name would sort of imply, four girls were found dead inside of a yogurt shop in North Austin. The shop was called I Can't Believe It's Yogurt, and it was located in a strip mall, which like is just the most 90s thing ever. <laughs> I remember that shop. I feel like there was such really a ch-
0: like, I, I think there were a few in Jersey and stuff like that, like they were ever because there was a the whole thing was before Froyo was Froyo. So this was a, how they it's like, I can't believe it's not butter, but
2: I remember Bible TCBY was oh, like, people big. Say, I, I don't know that one,
0: but everyone it, I think it was just
2: the one. country's best yogurt. And I remember that one being really big.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, Bankberry.
2: Yeah. So the victims were 13 year old Amy Ayers, 17 year old Eliza Thomas, 17 year old Jennifer Harbison and her 15 year old sister, Sarah so jennifer and eliza were working the closing shift that night and sarah was jennifer's sister and amy was her friend and sarah and amy were at the north cross mall earlier that day they were planning to have sleepover so they came to the shop because they were getting a ride home with jennifer after her shift and eliza's mom ended up stopping by the store around nine thirty to check on them uh this is per medium and everything was fine she bought a yogurt she left um, I think the store closed at 11 so they started closing yeah. up a little bit before that as Which you do. Which I also was like
0: I, I, I was shocked I'm like that's late for a yogurt place isn't it? Late I mean, for a not-
2: yogurt place and to me late for teens but what do I know like yeah. my mom never let me stay awake past nine. <laughs> I know exactly yeah I'm like what do
0: these kids what do these children do like who's the manager of this yogurt shop that's like a night owl spot?
2: Yeah I, I don't know I mean I guess it's Austin so people need like a place to I don't know <laughs> I'm like kids need a place to hang out at night, <laughs> well, but eleven o'clock is quite late.
0: And also, I guess they need because it's it's Texas. They need a place that's cool to sit. At. Right. So that. We
2: cracked it. Um. So, Eliza's mom checks in nine thirty. Everything's fine. Sometime after that, between closing time, things go very wrong. Um. So investigators kind of believe that someone entered the store with the intention of robbing it. And then they believe the girls were forced into a storage room in order to disrobe and then were bound. And the gunmen, this is really awful, um, piled like paper plates, cubs, cardboard on them and poured lighter fluid and then set the whole store on fire. And so around midnight, a patrol car saw the building burning um, called the fire department. Of course, the girls actually weren't even found until the fire was put out. And Their bodies were found stacked on top of each other, and they were found with no clothes, and they were gagged. And each of them had a gunshot wound to the head, which means that they obviously died prior to the fire.
0: Besides Amy, well, I know Amy had the gunshot wound to the head, but she was kind of like, I read an article that she was moved off of the stack of when they were all stacked Mm. up. So people thought that she kind of like, it missed her brain. So she had a little bit. Of life left to try to, she was trying to get to help. So she wasn't found exactly where they were.
2: Yeah. Or. I think I read that she also might have had two gunshots. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Just
0: awful. So, this, of course, a case like this and an event like this happening anywhere, especially in a town to children, everyone lost their mind. They were so confused, so concerned. They needed answers. So the investigation went underway unfortunately of course with a fire that destroyed a lot of the evidence that was kind of there because this they set the entire yogurt shop on flames they were though able to get incomplete DNA off of Amy so an incomplete profile of DNA off of her I don't know if this is because she was kind of was able to move away a bit from the uh, main uh, start of the fire but they were able to find off of her A group of volunteers did also eventually offer a 100 grand reward to anyone who could provide a tip that led to the prosecution of the murderer. Advancements. So, of course, this is in the 90s, and I feel like every five years, like every time there's a case, five years later there's something new that can like help the case dramatically, and it's like, oh, where was this? And it's like it was being developed. Right.
2: (laughs) Also, for some reason, I have this thought in my head that like DNA wasn't discovered until the 90s, but I don't know that that's like true. But for some reason, I just have that in my head. I know,
0: I still only think of the John Mulaney joke where they're walking, there's blood everywhere. Well, no way to know who did Ooh, it. Gross. Like back in the 60s. Yeah,
2: gross. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, It's the best. So DNA, you know, there's a uh, uh, new, new on the street DNA, now. You know. Uh, so the advancement of the tech started to bring some hope to the case. And in 2010, so 11 years ago now, a private lab in Virginia identified a male strand of DNA from Amy's body. And we got some suspects.
2: Yeah. So this is just like a, an overview. We're going to go into the CNA and everything like that. But just keep that in mind. That's kind of the investigation. I mean, there were so many tips. There were so many false confessions. Um, so many. And I don't understand, I still don't understand
0: totally the psychological behavior behind false confessions. I guess it's just like a narcissism. You want the attention or you want to just like disrupt and cause chaos or something like that.
2: I think in some cases like John Bene Ramsey for sure but I feel like for this one and we'll actually talk about it in detail um it was I think uh, so one of actually the police officers in this case had a habit of uh eliciting false confessions out of people by like sort of just verbally berating them into it and Abuse. also like the police <laughs> will do that like they'll just sort of wear people down until they confess to anything Thinking that to stop they're going to and- be able to just get out of the interrogation room if they confess. And then it's like, no, now you're off to jail.
0: Now you're stuck. Yeah. The, the Elliot yeah. Stabler method, we'll call it.
2: Right. So some of these false confessions, one was pretty like one and done. It was this guy, Kenneth McDuff, who was a serial killer in the area who was out on parole at the time the murders took place. And he confessed in 1998 while he was on death row for this other spree of murders, which are called the broomstick murders, which I'm kind of like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Maybe we'll investigate that I was later. Gonna say,
0: now I'm curious about the name.
2: I am. I am. Um, but DNA and fingerprinting cleared him. I'd also read in another article that he might not have really bit, like he might've had an alibi or something. Um, right. in any case, it wasn't him. It was not him. It was not him. And then in December, on December 14th of, I think 1991, mm-hmm. this guy, Maurice Pierce, I guess he was a kid. He was like 15. Yeah, um, he was, he was arrested for possession of a firearm at North cross mall, which was the same mall that, um, Amy and Sarah were at. So, police arrested him. They also took his friend, Forrest Wellborn, into custody. And like I said, they were 15 and 16 at the time. So, Pierce ended up telling detectives that he gave the gun to Wellborn, who committed the murders. And then he also said that he left town in a stolen vehicle with his two other friends, Michael Scott and Robert Springsteen, which I'm like, what are these names?
0: I, they're very nineties.
2: They're very, I mean, we got Michael Scott, we got a Springsteen.
0: That's Sp- Bert Springsteen, not to be confused with Bruce Springsteen.
2: <laughs> right. I know. I'm like this, this feels like the names they would give someone in a lifetime movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very much that. Or like, um, yeah. Like if Baywatch had like a mall spinoff. Yeah. Yes. A mall kiosk (laughs) spinoff.
2: Love it. So after this, Pierce was arrested for having the gun, but, um, the other three guys were questioned and then released. But the crazy thing was to me that the, this confession ended up getting taken off of the case file. Um, Pierce's confession about how he gave the gun and whatever. Um, because basically the detective that Pierce confessed to got taken off the case because, like I said, he had this habit of strong arming false confessions out of people in the past. So they were like, Well, we can't trust this confession because we can't trust this guy. And even spoiler worse, spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. So this officer was fired, but then he was reinstated years later.
0: That's truly just like, oh, I can change now. <laughs> Not this. Yeah.
2: So to everyone who is like, oh, but if we defund the police, how will we solve murders? Just give it to us. Give us the money. We'll do something. Right. We don't know how to elicit false confessions out of people. I can't even like, you know, get shady guys to tell me to admit that they're lying when I know they're lying. Yeah. I can't even lie to myself.
0: (laughs) True.
2: Can't lie to my mom.
0: (laughs) No. Oh, God. Never. Oh, my God. No. So it wasn't until eight years later in 1999, pre-Y2K, the year Shares (laughs) Believe, but also the year Shares Believe came out. So big year all around. Big year. So auto-tune was developed. They called it the share effect then. But also uh, the police revisited these guys. This time, because also now they are all of like adult age because eight years later, they were arrested and charged with capital murder. The police knew, though, none of their DNA matched. So, you know, cops be cops. Yeah, typical. They were separated and questioned for hours. No lawyers present. And also, I feel like... I feel that's a thing, too. Like, uh, I feel a lot of people now know you say, like, I want a lawyer because of TV. I, I hope, hope so. I, I hope so. But still, not a, it's not a completely universally known fact. Right. Especially wasn't that in the 90s. You know what I mean? Right.
2: I feel like... Lawn was Lawn Order even on then? I, I don't I don't even know. I don't know. I think it came out with like Allie McBeal, 99. I guess. That was our legal oh, drama.
0: Do love me, some Allie McBeal. <laughs> uh, just like you're like watching ER hoping for a crime crossover. Right. Uh so yeah. so they separate and question them for hours with no lawyer present. Scott alone was questioned for 20 hours. Jesus. That's just that's like that's not a that's not questioning. That isn't not even interrogation. That's torture. That's torture <laughs> interrogation. Like that's just what that is. Uh, in the end, they each signed statements implicating each other. During the interrogation, Scott said that he went to the yogurt shop early on the night of the murders, while Pierce and Springsteen cased it. Then he said that night he waited outside while Pierce and Springsteen robbed the store. He later told police he was inside the store with a gun in his hands and shot one of the girls. Prosecutors claimed that the girl that he shot was
2: Amy Ayers. I guess I'm like, where was Forrest in all this? Yeah, where was Forrest gone? Run,
0: Forrest, run. Like, where you run? Yeah.
2: <laughs> he should have run. Well, I don't think he did. He was involved in this, yeah, he, but
0: like... He should have run away. From, I guess you can't run away from the cops when they're chasing you for a crime you didn't commit because then you'd you know, get arrested yeah. for that. Uh, so Springsteen also said he raped and killed one of the girls. So charges against wellborn were dropped after true grand juries failed to indict him. Because again, against,
2: I mean I don't know, he he didn't seem super involved, and they probably just didn't have enough evidence. No, they're just
0: like these kids, I feel like any person can say these kids are just being forced to con- say any like say yeah. something yeah, do anything. Uh, charges then against Pierce were also dropped in 2003, but Springsteen and Scott were found guilty of capital murder. Springsteen Ex- got the death penalty. Rough. Scott got 99 years.
2: <clears throat> About the same. Same, same, I same effect. I yeah, feel and like. if
0: you live to be 118 in prison, I don't know, I, I don't know how your weary bones would handle
2: that. I know, it's like, dang, what's your diet and exercise routine? Honestly. I'm like,
0: the Teresa Giudice moment, yeah.
2: <laughs> right? Oh my God, she got jacked
0: she got really jacked
2: however kind
0: of if you i mean kind of a shocking twist because i'm like wait the criminal system i'm like there's there was some form of delayed
2: justice like what i know we're so surprised yeah weird
0: flex in 06 and 07 the convictions were overturned because shockingly their confessions were improperly used the court ruled that the men's statements couldn't be used against each other since it violated their constitutional rights to confront accusers
2: which like i didn't know that was a thing i'm kind of keeping that in the back of my head <laughs> for you know a rainy day, yeah. <laughs> a rainy
1: day
0: fund. like yeah. spouses
2: can't be compelled to testify against each other also like your confessions can't be used against each other apparently since it violates Violates your constitutional right to face your accuser.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I'm curious about the whole Erica Jane thing, because now they're divorced. So is she going to try to get on the stand and throw him under the bus more? Just
2: saying. I mean, well, that's the thing, because I wonder, because I feel like getting divorced maybe tries to protect their assets.
0: Oh, true. But
2: at the same time, you're right. Like you don't have spousal privilege. I guess I don't think... She's under much risk of like Tom trying to say anything because I I just she's not like a legal mastermind and it wasn't her <laughs> no. law firm. Exactly. So I feel she like just if her any- bags. Right. Yeah. I think if anything like Tom is more vulnerable.
0: He, boy is vulnerable. I'm excited for that Hulu's. But I mean, if for crimes and scams, I think Hulu on uh has a it's gonna be out by now, a yes. documentary, The Housewife and the Hustler.
2: <laughs> Love it. Love also, it. if you didn't listen to our episode from last week. It was with me and Dylan Hafer because Danny was living his best life uh-huh. in Mexico, but it's called The Real Housewives of Fraud City, and we talk all about this. Oh, I love it. Okay, cool. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so
0: after the court ruled that, in 2008 then, so a, a, one year and two years after their uh, convictions were overturned, uh, new, well, side note, did you see that? I forget which one of them. I'm sorry I'm blanking the name. One of them was permanently brain damaged because of a fight in prison.
2: No, I didn't see that.
0: I saw that it was an article in um a local. I think it was. I think it was San Antonio Press. Or yeah, like, yeah, a local Texas one. And I want to say I think it might have been Springsteen. So Shit, they were I would released. be suing
2: the fuck out I of the county, are, think, the city. They are good.
0: I think as they should because it's like you you got beat up to a point of almost no return because yeah you were in jail for a crime you didn't commit.
2: Also not for nothing but this would be a really good making a murderer series. I think they should franchise Ooh. making a murderer and just make it about the wrongfully convicted. And this would be interesting to see cuz then hopefully you think they would bring in other evidence of like oh who else could have done this. Exactly.
0: Yeah, right cuz there's there's a well, there's a lot of thing and we get into that too. Yes. Like you know what evidence they would bring in that in 2008 new male DNA was found. So there's that. And a judge ordered them all to be released or the two of them to be released pending retrials in June 2009. Yeah, I think they were like on bond or something. Yeah. And the retrials were put on hold because the DNA didn't match any of the men's profiles. So there we go. And ultimately, in October of '09, the charges were dropped.
2: Damn. Oh, God. And now, hopefully, they're suing. I, uh, mm-hmm, As they should. As they should So if these guys didn't do it Then who the hell did Who did I mean the short answer is like We don't Danny and I don't really know I don't no. know if I have like an opinion Um, But I love
0: Austin That's my opinion it was That great- is
2: my opinion I mean somebody did it and somebody needs to Because it's just like you know I don't get it It's like if you want to rob a store just rob the fucking store Like I think I read that $500 Was taken out of the cash register that's the thing like you killed four children two oh, teens God. whatever two but children still... i don't care like for five hundred dollars oh, why it doesn't make there's... any sense to me like no, the just how brutal and like horrifying this crime was versus like you just wanted to rob a store you just want to steal money the, which is, i'm sure any no one's going to defend the yokers
0: they would just say take the money
2: right and, you know, seeing,
0: seeing right the i'm sure
2: these 13 year olds weren't like strapped yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. That's what's so crazy to me. But so Michael Scott's lawyer actually started looking into the case and he found potentially some interesting stuff. So there was this guy, Daryl Croft, who was the owner of a security company who was at the yogurt shop on the night of the murders. And he remembered seeing two couples and one single guy when he got into the shop. And then he remembered seeing another man who was wearing an army surplus jacket, who was acting like nervous and weird. He said he asked Daryl if he was a policeman because his car looked like a police car. And he said no. And the guy was like, all right, then cut me in line. But he decided not to. And You're,
0: yeah, good, good call not to cut him in line.
2: Yeah. And the, the army jacket guy bought a Coke, asked to use the bathroom. And then he still wasn't out of the bathroom by the time Daryl got his yogurt.
0: I mean, so far the guy seems sketchy, but also seems like he's stoned out of his mind
2: yeah could be could be the only thing is that there are some photos of the shop before it burned down that showed that basically all the cleaning duties had been performed um and like you know like putting the chairs on the tables and everything except there was one table at the back that hadn't been cleared and the key Mm. was still in the door which would indicate that they hadn't like locked up from the inside because the last customer hadn't been let out so like I think this nervous guy and his friend were maybe still hanging out there.
0: That is, I, I could see that happen. Yeah. Cause of course, like why, th- there's no other reason why they would have those tables done. Right. Well, it could be that, that, or for the teens hanging out with the kids, but maybe it, that's maybe true. It not. could
2: be. So, I mean, here's a description of these guys. One is described as having lighter hair and maybe like a dirty blonde about five foot six, late twenties, early thirties. The other is described as a bigger man. Both are described as wearing bigger coats, one is a green coat, army fatigue, kind of looking jacket. The other with a black jacket. Interesting. Possible lead. Yeah. Possible leads. Who you knows? Got,
0: yeah, You got, you got some people in the twenties and thirties.
2: Yeah. And the police took the new DNA and like literally tested everybody. Like they went through the girls yearbooks and were testing classmates. They tested all the men who'd been to the yogurt shop. Then they tested like everyone who had been to the yogurt shop that day. And they just got, nothing
0: leads, which is so insane to me
2: yeah yeah
0: it's just and that's a hard thing too where you like have cuz the hard thing with this is they have such a despite knowing where the incident took place it's such a wide net cuz they're like every like they have no there's no one that they can narrow out or like cross off right so some updates well first in 19 in 1994 the families of the girls sued i can't believe it's yogurt and the owners of the shopping center for negligence and won 12 million dollars why are you why are you having a like a 17 year old girl close up at 11 p.m at a crowded mall at night you know what i mean well i think it's a strip mall a strip mall but that's even like because that's where people just park and you know what i mean i know strip malls i think are definitely sketchier than malls oh yeah yeah that's confirmed because a mall is just heaven I, i think also you get kicked out of a mall after a while i think i feel like malls close at eight or nine
2: yeah right they close at dusk like the park I don't private. know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Making that up. Well, and the reason they de- especially got this uh, suit, there are apparently numerous robberies in this strip mall, which the owners did nothing to prevent. So this is a place that was routinely cased, and they probably... I'm sure the owners of the strip mall also, like, or people were able to realize that whoever's working there, there probably were a lot of, like, teen jobs, you know what I mean? Like, places where people to work after school and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> just a really unsafe environment. Even if you're not a teenager, you don't want to be robbed at your office or at your work yeah in 2010 maurice pierce was killed by police after he ran from them during a quote-unquote routine check whatever that means and ended up pulling a knife and cutting one of the officers in february of this past year 2020 there was sort of a standoff between local investigators and the fbi because basically the fbi may or may not have been Withholding evidence. And this is because of a specific type of DNA they found. So they found this type of DNA called YSTR DNA. Yester, you're so yesterday. Uh, it was famously used <laughs> to confirm. <laughs> it was famously used as a song by Hillary Duff. No, it was famously used to confirm Albert DeSalvo was the Boston Strangler in the 1670s. So this DNA works, you know, it's a it's DNA. Yeah. But the reason. They, uh, well, we'll get into it a little bit. In 2017, the police, uh, the Austin police cold case investigator ran the unidentified DNA into a research database operated by University of Central Florida's National Center for Forensic Science and got a hit. So apparently the FBI did the same thing. I would hope the FBI is a little bit ahead of (laughs) local police just in terms of researching. Uh, So, but the type of profile they match, they say they're not suitable they say are not suitable for matching individuals. So the ding they got can't be used to ding individual people.
2: Yeah. Because basically like, so they basically just ran it through this research database, which was problematic on two ends because number one, the people who submitted for this research study, like donated or whatever, submitted their DNA anonymously. And that was supposed to be like a stipulation. And then um, on the other hand, It's like this. And I feel like I put this later in, but whatever. We're we're just jumping ahead. This type of DNA is like a very broad profile that it's not Mm -hmm. like what they use to catch the golden state killer. It's you could have thousands of matches from this certain type of profile. So the FBI is kind of like it's not really as big of a deal as you guys are making it out to be. That's what they're saying. They say it could open up a can of worms yeah. But on the flip side of that. Well, it could open up a legal can of worms because yeah. then you get into like all these privacy issues. Um. But then it could also just it would give like thousands. It could give thousands of matches. And they they say it would be like finding a needle in a haystack. But
0: how many of those needles
2: are in, were in Austin and 91? That's true. I get. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's the that's what opinion. the local police are saying. Yeah. They're like but we haven't had like a good lead in 20 30 years like we okay. just need something
0: because that's the thing i'm like if there's like 2000 matches but half the matches never lived in texas 300 did. who lived in that's true but that?
2: then i suppose like i guess i don't really know that that's i feel that's ethical to uh, give your DNA, dna for a research study and then have that later be traced by the FBI well you know it's not also ethical to kill people
0: so we can you're right I mean listen you're right <laughs> no but I know what you mean I know what you mean we're just kind of just like wait. slope. but I wonder how many because that's so interesting how like people I'm sure I wonder if a lot of criminals have been caught from doing like blood donating or like doing a research thing like that and then like why does this DNA imagine match?
2: you kill someone and then you become a blood donor to like even out your karma <laughs> 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 they say you save three lives every time you donate blood really yeah huh. at least i think i remember that from my high school presentation you know i believe you i've never donated blood me no i haven't oh i haven't either yeah well so, who knows we're, we're down six
0: people it's definitely not because we've <laughs>
2: murdered anyone guys no no
0: why i'm not no like way. this why like cut to they end up running this ysr data and like somehow i'm like it's linked to me i'm like, i wasn't alive in 91 so there is that
2: oh <laughs> uh, yeah So now the FBI is basically just clamming up and refusing to release our findings. And they're pointing to a 1994 federal law that requires officials to protect the identity of anonymous donors whose DNA was submitted to this Florida database for population research. And like I said before, they also said that the DNA is not really that significant. And it's basically this male-only genetic profile, but thousands of men could have that same profile. So even if you could legally trace it to an individual, you also kind of can't. But the local authorities are really set on this. They even got the one of Texas's congressional representatives involved. And they sent a letter to the FBI to call on them to release information that would be useful to the investigation. Um, because they they say that in Texas you actually can use familial DNA to match, but it has uh-huh. to be requested by both the DNA and the investigating law enforcement agency. But the Fed, this is this part definitely makes me understand like in criminal minds and stuff or SVU or when the Fed comes the feds come in, they're like, ugh like not oh, wait, you guys that's
0: so true because i always got confused because i always just like blindly am like yeah olivia that is annoying but i never knew why but i'm sure that's such a i never got like, it point. i yeah. was like
2: so someone else is going to come in and do your job and you're mad like i'd be like knock yourself out if the feds came into my
0: apartment right now and like we have to finish all your emails i would be like okay
2: I'd be like, yeah, have fun. I feel like, honestly, that's also just such a cop thing. It has to be to so just be like, no, it's my jurisdiction. Like, I'm doing it, you know?
0: It's my town. Yeah. like a Exactly. Bottle. Like,
2: I feel like you just have to have a little bit of, I don't know, that sort of arrogance to just I, be like, no. <laughs> all
0: I thought of when you said you need a little bit, all in my head was Monica in my life.
2: <laughs> that? I wonder a what little Lubega bit of Jessica about, about this
0: lubega dna 5 oh my god (laughs) you would get wait would the dna strand bring more or less uh hits up than women he mentions in Mama number five right because that should be how they deal break (laughs) because he says a lot of names so if it's that but it's only that many names you could scroll through that in an hour in a day oh
2: yeah we got monica jessica sandra that's it not that many
0: Yeah, a little bit of Tina isn't Margarita. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Like, I just really don't know who I think did it. I guess these guys in the the jackets.
0: I I think it probably is, and unfortunately, i like I hate that there's no like surveillance-y thing anywhere or something like that to try and track them down with that. Yeah, and anything I mean, that they could have thirty year
2: old surveillance footage. I don't know if they have that.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure they you. it's a yogurt shop. You pay with cash, so they don't even have like a card. To do that, and if they did, it's burned down.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess I'm wondering if, um, if that the security owner I forgot mm. could do a sort of composite sketch, but that would be hard 30 years later.
0: Oh, 30 years later, I can. Oh my god, no,
2: I can't even draw myself. I don't think I would be able to ago. describe my own like boyfriend 30 years after the fact. <laughs>
0: you just be like um he's a dude
2: right he was tall i think
0: yeah but i mean if anyone's from austin or the area and like has like additional maybe like whispers of thoughts or anything like that please let us know
2: i know yeah definitely dm us. that not another true crime i mean i'm also wondering if if this case was not really about a robbery like if it was just a sadistic that's also killing. what it sounds like.
0: I really cannot imagine this being a robber who came in and like got in over their head, killed four people, right. tied them up, gagged. You know what I mean? That's that. a lot of
2: that. A lot of. Like it's one thing if you break into a home and then you shoot the homeowners because you're burglarizing their jewelry or whatnot. But yeah, like you said, it's like they make them go to the back, mm-hmm. disrobe, bind them, shoot them, and then set the thing on fire. And some were sexually assaulted. Yeah. So yeah, unless this was like, there's money in the banana stand. I don't see why you would go through all that trouble.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, who the fuck runs? I can't believe. I mean, maybe we need a deeper dive into who owns. I can't believe it's yogurt. I can't believe it's you. Yeah.
2: Maybe you can't believe it's yogurt because it's not. Maybe it's some kind of money laundering.
0: It's cocaine. (laughs) That. I mean, I did go back for yogurt. Oh my God. I was so addicted to frozen yogurt. So who knows?
2: (laughs) It's been so long since I've had frozen yogurt. I feel like it was a fad for a while. And now I'm just like, you know what? Give me the ice cream.
0: Yeah, it definitely was a fad that had its moment, but I'm so terrified. I feel like if I went back in a frozen yogurt place, I would smell like the crisp, like the chocolate chips that sit out all day in the gummies. <laughs> and I would just like, I would salivate. It would be like Twilight <laughs> or like, um, what was I that? like a- love the little yeah. Reese's cups that they put oh my god and you could just put them all on yourself that was the first time i realized like oh i have free like i am in control the first time i felt like good an adult was when i was like i can put whatever i want on this
2: yogurt the best. here we go
0: but it always it also like prepared me for like new york city lunches because i'm like how the fuck is this ten dollars now
2: <laughs> oh my god yeah like i go to the salad bar and i put two leaves of lettuce and it's twelve dollars oh,
0: oh my god i never forget my first time like interning and i went to like get a salad at one of those like Bodega buffet things like $20. I'm like, what? It, I was like, no, no, yeah. please no. This You're is like, how? Time. I was like, how? This isn't even filling. I had a panic attack. <laughs> but You know what? Probably will also give us a panic attack. Or
2: his the games. games.
0: We'll, we'll see what it is. I have no
2: clue. Yep.
1: All right. I can't believe this mystery hasn't been solved yet.
2: I know. It's but at so this tragic. point, I don't know that I have hope because there's like no evidence and no leads and it's been so long.
0: I know. Yeah, that's uh,
2: I want it to be solved.
0: I want a lot of things too. So <laughs> we'll hope. we'll hope. It's on the list. It's on the list of things I need to have happen.
1: So today's game, we're gonna be diving into the world of the culinary arts. And okay. we're gonna be uh, asking some questions about food-related trivia. Okay. okay. It is called love, okay. Eat It Up. <laughs> I love It'll, the way you said that. <laughs> love eat it it up. Up.
0: I also have, I like to eat, I think I've turned on an oven 10 times in the past 12 years, so this will be a very big challenge for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny, actually researching for this game, I found that the fear of cooking is actually a categorized phobia called oh. my right? So maybe you're hmm. suffering from that.
0: Maybe I am, and you know who else suffers from it? One of the Heim sisters. <laughs> wait, what? Really? She's afraid of cooking because she's afraid that the food is gonna make people sick.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, that's. I'm afraid. That's yeah, a I'm condition. afraid that my
0: stove is gonna explode. So yeah, I'm afraid and I'm gonna burn ab- down my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And also, wait, I can't emphasize enough.
1: I'm a lazy piece of shit. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> part of the. Phobia. Uh, <laughs>
1: All right, so this quiz is going to be five multiple-choice questions, so let's jump right in. The first question is related to this crime. Where is yogurt believed to have originated? Was it originated in Turkey, Greece, Syria, or Mesopotamia?
2: Oh, I mean, I got to throw it back to Mesopotamia. I feel like you might be right. I'm going to do Turkey, though.
1: Sarah is correct. Oh. It All right. was Mesopotamia, which is considered to be most of Mesopotamia is currently Iraq for oh some geographical knowledge.
2: This is the one time ever that Mesopotamia has come up in my adult life. So thank you. <laughs> seventh grade social studies.
1: Thank you. Seventh grade. World history. We yeah. are
2: here. We doing it. <laughs> Paid off one time.
1: Right. So the word yogurt is actually derived from Turkish. Huh. So uh-huh. it's related to the verb yogurmek, which is to knead or to be curdled or coagulated hmm. to thicken. And I didn't know this, mm-hmm. but the way you make yogurt is you literally just leave milk to ferment until it hardens. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Then you drain it, but that's that's yogurt. It's just like thickened milk. Just, how did they discover that? that is,
2: yeah. Right, like That's I wonder a- how many people had to get sick in the process of discovering yogurt. Like we're just gonna leave this out for a bit; it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> hey Jimmy, try try this hardened milk. Yeah. <laughs> like, ew! 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 <laughs> oh
2: yeah.
0: But I wonder if it just was like in someone's like house and they left and like weren't back for two weeks and someone went in and then it was yogurt.
2: Could well, be. Maybe.
1: Who knows? So That's- it quickly became um, very well known, and it became known as the Food of the Gods in India. Hmm. And they, they mixed it with the honey, which delicious. God bless.: mm. And originally it was discovered in 5,000 before Christ. So it has survived 7,000 years now to be sold in strip malls all around the world. <laughs> what a journey.
0: That confuses me. I don't understand how time works.
1: (laughs) All right. Sarah is first on the board. Next up, we have which of these foods contains the most calories per gram? Okay. All right. I got this. I'm a big Weight Watchers person. I'm like
2: diet culture. We got it. This is what I'm trained for.
1: Is it avocados, Doritos, macadamia nuts, Mm. or... Oreos.
2: Ooh. Oh. Okay.
0: I want to say, I'm trying to picture the nutritional facts. Almost
2: like how much is a gram?
1: It could be a pound. You know, it's just basically by weight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. right.
0: right. I'm going to say macadamia nuts (laughs) because
2: I was torn between that and Oreos. So I'll go with the Oreos. Danny is correct. It is (laughs) macadamia (laughs) nuts. Nice. By a
1: pretty wide margin, too. Yeah. So 100 grams of macadamia nuts has 718 calories. What? Which is a ton. Then we have Doritos. That is a lot. At 519. Then Oreos at 480. And then avocados at a cool 160.
0: Oh, God bless an avocado. A healthy fat. All right.
1: A healthy fat. I love avocados, especially now that it's so hot. It's just so refreshing. I know.
0: And you know, they're really good in smoothies, too.
1: I that is one um, line that I just will never cross. You're not crossing that. That's having fair. green things and smoothies. There's just not my oh, game. really? I just can't oh. do it.
0: it. It throws you off.
1: Yeah, it really does.
0: Ooh. You are visibly shaken up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. What is the most stolen food in the world? Ooh. Is it a milk cheese? Bread or apples?
0: Oh, ooh, ooh. Well, now there's a lot going on here in my head.
2: I'm going to go with bread, some little Jean Valjean vibes. <laughs>
0: well, I, well, I was first thinking Jean Valjean vibes, but now I'm thinking stolen doesn't just have to mean in a grocery store. It could mean on someone's property. So a lot of apple farms. So I'm going with apple. Interesting.
1: The correct answer is cheese.
0: Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Think,
1: well, And I think it's also because cheese is consumed literally everywhere. You know, some of these other foods might be a little bit more regional, but you can have cheese. Like all cultures have some type of cheese. That is true. It's also categorized as what is known as craved items, which is an acronym. It's concealable, removable, available, valuable, enjoyable, and disposable. Oh, so it fits that's in all these smart. categories of something that is very easy to steal.
0: Cuz an apple you got the core. Oh, that I like that
1: core. Yeah. So it is estimated that uh, about 4% of the total worldwide production of cheese is stolen every year.
2: You know, that's not that much. <laughs>
1: well, considering of the, the amount of cheese that is stolen, that is 90.6 million tons of cheese.
2: Oh my God! Wow! In the the
1: pounds, in the hands of a ton of
2: cheese, almost as much (laughs) cheese as I eat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sarah's stealing it all.
2: Oh yeah, just me. Have a huge fridge.
1: (laughs) All right, we are still one to one. Next up, which country consumes the most coffee per person? Mm. Is it Finland, the United States? Italy or Colombia.
2: Ugh, this oh, is tough. Frick. Italy loves their little espresso, cappuccino. But like the United States has so many people and we're so and obsessed my, with coffee. And in my head, I'm like, is Finland big or small?
1: <laughs> this is per person. So the size of the population doesn't really doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay. So it's okay. just total consumption divided by the number of people.
2: I'm gonna do Italy? I'm gonna go talk. I also wanna say Italy.
1: You can join me. It's okay. Okay. You are both incorrect. Damn. The correct answer is Finland.
2: Damn, Damn, hey. so close. Oh close. Dark horse.
1: Yeah, apparently, uh the average Finn Finn Finnish person? Finn? finian finian
2: Finnish, fin- fin- I think. Finish and Ferb. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the average Finnish person consumes twenty-six pounds of coffee a year.
2: Ooh. Seems like a lot.
1: It is also estimated that fourteen percent of Finnish men drink more than ten cups of coffee a day.
2: What? I I no, I, I, no. I'm concerned, and it's I not decaf
1: because apparently there's no almost no demand for decaf coffee. You can't even find it in coffee shops and supermarkets. And the whole culture is kind of warped around this. They they made a law that employers have to give an official coffee break during the day. So it's the oh, only place in the world yeah. that has coffee breaks as part of the law.
2: <laughs> Danny, I found our future. We're just, we're um we're
0: starting a lobbying group. I was gonna say we're moving there. Wait, yeah. is that what that um? I thought oh because it's Scandinavian. Remember Fika, that coffee chain in the... In
1: the city, oh yeah,
0: because no. that I know that word is what they call coffee break. I wonder if it's Finnish. It might be Scandinavian, but I thought I think that I
1: know that stands for coffee. Well, break. Finland is in the Scandinavian Peninsula. Well, so. I'm a dumb bit. That's that's why I brought that up.
0: <laughs> there we go. So I guess it's called fika. There we go. Okay, but fika. wait, I'm
2: so concerned. Like ten cups of coffee a day, how do you not have a heart attack?
0: I
1: don't know. And why
2: know. not just
0: like do drugs? Well, I, I also because they have smaller portions there, so maybe they just have like espresso cups. Yeah, but espresso is strong. I'm drinking like two Very large strong. Dunkins. I don't know how many people that I don't know how much that is.
1: It is a lot of coffee. It's a lot. They, I want to visit there now. For for all like all you hear about Finnish and Nordic countries in general is how happy they are and I know. how chill well, they yeah, are. Well, yeah, they're fucking
2: hopped up on caffeine, I guess. That's <laughs> true. Like that,
1: but I think you know if you if you have no worries in your life and you have healthcare and free education and coffee breaks in the middle of your workday, like sure, have some coffee. Who cares? You
0: that is yes. just
2: a little
1: incitement in your
2: life. They're Kill your heart.
0: Yeah, their coffee break isn't spent being like, no, I have it. I, does my insurance cover this? They're just chilling. Yeah, they're just chilling. Oh, yeah,
2: there we go. They're like, what's insurance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, here. we
0: have
1: a tie game going into the last question. Dun, dun, dun. With both at one point. (laughs) Low scoring game this week. Yeah.
0: Low 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 scores.
1: And this question has no options. You're going to give me a number. And whoever is closer will win.
0: I'm so bad at numbers.
1: How expensive is the most expensive pizza in the world?
2: Oh. Good God. Like, are we talking per slice, per pie? What's the deal?
1: This is per pie so a full pie of this pie pizza.
2: he doke okey-doke what could pot you know what this reminds me of that episode of hey arnold where the whole neighborhood bakes a giant pizza to be in the guinness book of world records
0: wait did gilmore girls take that from hey arnold because they did that in that too
2: what they must have okay well, Shaman, i will tell amy i will not look up which came first i think <laughs> hey Ar- i'm assuming hey arnold came before gilmore girls i you thought think? they were both like the 90s no
0: hey Arnold, uh, gilmore girls was 2000 2007 Oh. Oh. oh yeah, then they stole it for mm. sure Okay, and I don't know why I'm balling it But I think I remember reading an article about very expensive pizza once And I'm gonna randomly, I'm gonna say 20 grand
2: 20 grand Damn, I was gonna way low ball it So now I'm gonna go you higher can, You can, I, I no.
0: just think there was like a gold pizza
2: one. You're right, there's gotta be some sort of gold f- f- Like uh, Leaf element Exactly Let's go with a cool $100,000 <laughs> Oh my Ooh. god!
1: <laughs> Danny is correct. No. the most expensive pie in the world is twelve thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> that
2: makes me feel better because my other guess was sixteen hundred dollars. So I was not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was not coming close.
1: So this pie was concocted by Italian master pizza chef Renato Viola, Ooh. and it's a oh, tiny pizza. It's eight inches. What?
2: excuse me It's
1: eight inches of a is pizza it just huh. made
2: of truffles like
1: probably it's called the louis the 13th pizza creative
2: all right and love it. it's topped with
1: amazing mozzarella three types of caviar imported lobster from norway and pink salt collected by hand from the murray river in australia how so does this
0: all fit on that
1: the kicker is that when you order this pizza Three food artisans, a pizza maker, a sommelier, and a separate chef to cook all the ingredients will fly to your house and prepare the pizza in your kitchen.
2: Okay, this is not worth the money. <laughs> uh uh-uh. so, so I got clean up after?
1: <laughs> That's all I, I'm like, what? I am not doing the dishes for you. Yeah, I'm like, where is someone going to cut lobster in my apartment? <laughs> So yeah, I think this is just you know rich people doing rich people things. It's like flying in of, chefs from it's Italy. It's like two chains on you... his show. Right, Love it.
0: Right. Yeah, I want to know who's done it though.
1: And six inches of pizza. I mean, that can feed maybe one and a half people. Like this is not one and a half people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> six inches of pizza.
1: It's a tiny <laughs> problem. And he's like, right? "Who's a
2: half?" Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. it's so small. God, <laughs> oh my
0: god, maybe like then, a half of a person. Also, what's the sauce on that that goes with three cheeses, lobster, tr- tr- like ca- caviar? Probably none.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Ugh.
2: I feel like if I'm going to spend that money, I want the giant Hey Arnold pizza. Like, I don't want this caviar bullshit if i'm spending that money i want a down payment on a home i mean that (laughs) where i can put a
0: pizza stone or whatever pizza
2: chef (laughs) you can get your own pizza oven you can
1: go to two bros and buy twelve thousand slices of pizza that can feed you for years decades damn and two bros is good it's good pizza yeah it's very solid wow Uh, well danny (laughs) you are the winner of eat it up you have won the game this week Ooh. Ooh.
2: I'll be back
0: at you next week. Sorry, I really thought we were going to sweep this category. This is.
2: <laughs> I know. Oh, well. This is a fun game. Thank you, Jorge.
0: No problem. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, now I'm hungry, though, too.
2: And now I am hungry. I'm very excited to eat lunch after this. Yeah. Um, yes, I know it's 4 p.m. I was going to say don't ask questions.
0: That's as confusing as a six inch pizza. A six-inch
2: pizza six inch pizza for 12 grand. Oh, yeah. 12 grand. Yeah. But what's not confusing is that we're going to be back next week.
0: That's true.
2: So thank you for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Give us five stars. We appreciate it. Um, Follow us on Instagram and not another true crime. Honestly, we're blowing up. Guys, join us. We make memes. We post memes. I do daily trivia. It's very fun. The stock is rising. The stock is rising. Stock is rising. Buy in now. Venmo, (laughs) Sarah-F-Carter. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) But it is my Venmo. But you can follow her at Sarah-Lemim.
2: Yes. And you can follow Danny at CashmereDanny with a K. And we're back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com.
0: Batches.